Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host Roxanne. I'm a mum of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rise of Her podcast. It is Thursday, so you know what that means. We have another guest episode, and this week's episode is with the beautiful Rose Oates. Rose is a model, a content creator, a stylist. She does wear a lot of hats, and we got to have the most amazing conversation about body acceptance and being a creator and a model and what that looks like for a mum of four. And I found it really easy to relate to Rose because, of course, like I have four kids as well, and I'm very much into body acceptance and wanting to take care of yourself for all the best reasons. And I absolutely love this conversation. And I think if you have been struggling a little bit with accepting your body, I guess being a little bit more kind to yourself, this conversation might really help with that. I just find everything that Rose says is so relatable and so honest. And so just, she's always just herself. And I absolutely love that about her. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And if you do, don't forget to leave me a review and share this around on social media so more people can hear this conversation but let's get straight into the episode. Hi Rose, thank you so much for joining me on the Rise of Her podcast today. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. I cannot wait. On the way to the airport here, I'm like excited to be chatting to you before I go relaxes me when we jumped on this morning and you were like I'm on the way to the airport I'm going to Bali I was so jealous (laughs) because (laughs) everyone's going to Bali at the moment oh we just needed a second to breathe and it was just actually a last minute decision between me and my bestie and her husband we thought what if we just go away just for a couple of days just a four-dayer and we have I haven't slept next to Craig for I don't even know like the kids we've had the kids in our bed for like over a month wow I just want to touch him (laughs) you need a break so you're going for four days yeah just a quick so good that's so good and who has the kids so that was that was more stressful this week than anything else so um my mom and dad have got them for two days and then Craig's mom and dad are doing a tag team coming to my mom and dad's picking them up. Last night we dropped off the dog, all of her stuff. She was worse than the kids, packing for four kids. It was like they were going on holiday as well as us. Yeah. It's so it hard to find thing. people to watch that many children yes. for a long yes. stint of time. And make them feel comfortable with everything and make sure they've got everything. And yeah. uh, so four days getting seems... in the car and chatting to you, I feel like I'm just coming down and relaxing a bit. Oh, hey, that's so nice to hear. <laughs> I hope that it's pretty chill before you get on the plane and you can, you know, relax a little bit. But yeah, I would love it if you could introduce yourself to the community a little bit. And I mean, what you do on social media is amazing. So I'd love if you could share a little bit about that journey and how that all started for you. Um, well, I'm Rose Oates. I I create content. I also um, do home styling and like have another job on the side. <laughs> so they, I have a busy time about it, but I try to be like honest and raw and just, you know, do life, like share life as happening, I suppose. Um, I'm, a, I'm fierce accepting your own body just because of the struggles I went through and having been in like the industry, like personal training and like sport a lot growing up and just seeing the struggles that not only I went through, but 
what a lot of people went through and go through to this day and the expectations that society puts on us. Um, I just want to I just want to see that come down a little bit for everyone, but particularly women, I think. Absolutely. And I find myself when it comes to body acceptance, when you are surrounded by a lot of people who are always talking down to themselves, it can be really hard. So having, I guess, other outlets that you're getting content from and you're consuming from that really inspire you is so important. Yeah, I agree. So I, I love think, that your yeah. content does that for people. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I hope so. Like, I, I hope that like, if, if they can just take one thing, you know, I mean, and also just to laugh about it, like sometimes it's just nice to, to see yourself not so seriously and be like, yeah, buddy got a few stretch marks, got a little bit of roll, but you know, who doesn't, you know, and realize yeah. I think sometimes we get so caught up in our own head thinking that our appearance and our image is the worst thing. And we're not, we're looking so inwards that we don't realize that it's, we're all actually quite the same, doesn't mm-hmm. matter what size or shape. Yeah. I love that you said that because we get so in our own heads about it. It affects how we are, I guess, being in our relationships with other people and yeah. how we're, I guess, showing up in everyday life when at the end of the day, like. I always say nobody's going to say that I'm, I have like all of these stretch marks when I die. <laughs> like no one's going to yes. say that to me. No one's going to yes. be like, oh, she had, you know, she, she weighed 75 kilos, you know, that sucks. Oh, wish my best herself. friend Roxanne had a thigh gap. She just would have been a such, she would have been such a better person. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I, but- yeah, I'm very much like if at the end of the day, like nobody really cares as long as you're a good person. And if they don't, they do care. They're not really the type of person you want to be around anyway. Oh, you like, that is exactly how I feel. Yeah. I'm like, there. I've never, even like looking at strangers on the beach or whatever, there is, I can honestly never say that I've looked at someone and gone, ew, that's gross. Like I haven't because I, I often have seen someone at the beach rocking a thong or whatever the hell they want. And I've gone, oh. I love her confidence. That's what brings me like joy. Like I go, oh, she looks so confident. I wish I had that back in the day. Like, and I think that's everything. It is confidence. And I know that's easier said than done. I really know. Like yesterday I was putting all the bikinis on, like I trashed my room thinking, oh my God, I've actually got to get all the summer stuff out because I'm going away. And even me, I was like, like I could feel those thoughts coming in and going, oh, I should be smaller like that that thought was still in my head and I was like Jesus why am I gonna be what does that mean like what was that gonna do for me and also how is that gonna help me today getting myself depressed and worked up over um how I looked for this trip Mm. I I could I can ruin the whole time for myself yeah you know I can a memory a life experience by working myself up over the way that I am today and I think the message that sometimes gets lost especially when you are creating online and I think you might be able to relate to this is you know trolling and stuff sometimes can be like oh you're promoting obesity you're promoting an unhealthy lifestyle and I'm like no I'm promoting healthy mental health and then it doesn't mean you can't work on yourself. It doesn't mean that you can't exercise or do whatever you want or lose weight or put it on, whatever that is for you. But you don't have to hate yourself as you are today to do that. Yes, I love that message so much because it does start with what's happening internally. Yeah, in my experience, like there was no way that I could hate myself into being something else. Like there's no way it couldn't happen yeah. for me. And I found the more that I love who I am and accept who I am, it's so much easier to actually make the changes that I want to make long term because I'm doing it out of love. I'm not doing it because I hate who I am. It's just, yeah. it feels good. It's cheesy, isn't it? But I feel yeah. like everybody that 
is in there realizes that I can't hate myself into loving myself. Mm-hmm. And that realistically, like when I was at my lowest, I only was worse to myself. Like it was like the behaviors that followed that hate weren't healthy. The way that, and that's probably what a bit originally like spiraled me into that like disordered eating and the probably like all that you know, mental health trouble, but also I think we've just got this idea from society of not only the way that we should look, the way that we should appear, um, you know, we should have like this, we should have a career and be amazing mothers and wives and, you know, be satisfying our partner and be as hot as fuck at all times. Like there's a lot of like outward pressure. Like fuck that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's a choice whether or not you... Yeah. decide to actually apply yourself in that way. If you just release those expectations of yourself, they're not even ones that you've set for yourself a lot of the time. They're societal expectations, like you said. It shows so much free, so much more freeing for yourself. And you can enjoy all of the little things that happen in your day-to-day life without feeling like there's all of these outside voices that you've kind of created yourself at the end of the day. I I found it really interesting when you mentioned that you were packing for your trip and kind of struggling with how you were feeling about what you were putting on, right? And all of those things. So I guess my question here is how do you talk to yourself when you notice that you have more negative thoughts popping up? I think this has always been a little bit more of a technique of mine if I always will. That's why I often will do a bathroom chat. I'll be standing in front of the mirror and I'll chat. I'll have a talk or I'll do a story that way. Um, is actually looking at yourself. Just honestly, it's out, at first it's very confronting when you're starting off and you're not used to looking at yourself um, or avo- avoiding mirrors, for example. So when I was trying them on, I was looking in the mirror and I was just taking a second and I was like, what are we, what are we going on about here? Is it a, you know, often it's like, am I just trying on something that is too small and it's making me feel uncomfortable? Have I got my period? And I'm feeling, feeling bloated. And that honestly, I don't know if you know what I, like, you get it. We feel bloated and uncomfortable. And so automatically we think we look like we're feeling. Mm. And so I think it is just taking a step back, either just getting out of that space for five minutes completely removing myself and doing something else completely like just leave it Mm -hmm. get out of the room put on something comfy and get out of there or what also works for me is honestly just standing in front of the mirror and just like having a look and the way I started right back in the day was every time I said something bad about myself or mean whether that was meant like whether that was about my abilities or my physical self I would have to replace it was one compliment. So you know how bad it was back then? It was when I was younger, it was the only thing that I liked about myself was my ears. That was Interesting. So cute. You do have cute ears. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They are so cute. And it stemmed from there. And and then eventually I was like, okay, yep, that's not great today, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You're so mean to myself. And I was like, come on, what is something you like? And I remember in tears and thinking, oh, was like that. I, I put my hair behind my ears and I went, it's actually got quite cute ears. Mm-hmm. And I laughed to myself. I was by myself. So I was, I was, I kind of giggled to myself and I was like, that's all right. That's today. That's the one thing. And then it does grow You because you've got to practice because this is going to sound cheesy, but practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, mm. because if you are practicing to be a bitch to yourself, or others um you're going to be really good at it 
Yeah. Whatever you do practice, you do get good at. So if you're practicing every day to abuse yourself every day, whether that be for your skills that you think you don't have or your physical self, you're going to get good at that. And that's how, what's what good is it? Yeah. So you've just replaced that with more positive comments about yourself. Yeah, I let myself yeah. feel it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, yeah. let, I let myself feel I don't beat myself up and go, oh, I've got to be all self-love. <laughs> you know, we don't fucking love everything about ourselves and it's totally fine not to. You don't have to be like, oh, I love that stretch mark. Love those three extra rolls in my one cheek. Like, you know, my one neck, my neck is now one with my face. You don't <laughs> have to love it, but you don't have to honestly just beat your, like continue that cycle of like, hate. I just thought you know what, have a laugh. Yeah, yeah, when I laugh really hard, I get three chins because I'm so happy in that moment that mm-hmm. I let myself go. That's how I sort of replace that. Yeah, oh, I love that so much. Just like made me tear up a little bit when you were talking <laughs> about your ears because I was like, I remember there was a long period of time where I really hated so much about myself as well and I had to find something that I loved. And that was the shape of my eyes, which was really difficult for me to start to even like because I was teased about it when I was a teen, like when I was in school all the time, I was teased about the shape of my eyes. So when I learned to love that and I realized that I did really like the shape of my eyes. eyes. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I really like my eyes. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Yeah, I I relate. It is that one thing and I feel like all you need is one thing. It doesn't have to be big. And honestly, it can grow. It does grow. It definitely has for me as I started to accept myself more as who I am and I found things that I love about myself. It was much easier to see those things over the more negative things that I used to dislike about myself. So I'd really like your thoughts on the difference between body positivity and body acceptance. Thank you. I really uh, love this question very much because to me, body positivity it's a bit of a wank word. I, I hope I'm allowed to swear. I'm like, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I, you're I, fine. <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. I feel like it's become really diluted. And although I'm completely for it, I feel like it gives people a lot of a lot more more pressure, more pressure to. And I think body positivity to me, it's fluffy. It it it, it almost encompasses. Oh, you've just got to be positive about your body all the time. It's become a little bit diluted. The message underneath that is really good. Like. Um, accepting who you are, being more positive about the way that your appearance is, etc. But for me, body acceptance, I feel like that's achievable for a lot of people. Like just accepting the way it is. It's, it doesn't mean that you love it or hate it. It's almost a little bit of neutrality. Like it's, it's a body. It's meant to do these things. It's meant to grow. It's meant to stretch. It's meant to shrink at times. It is, if we weren't meant to grow and stretch, we wouldn't have stretch marks. Stretch marks are there to allow us to expand it's actually amazing so in some ways body acceptance is just accepting that our body is just a body a vessel to carry us through life and then go look I don't love everything about myself all the time that's okay acceptance and I you know some days it's going to be positive some days you're going to look at yourself and you're like "Mm, mm, mm, I love it like I am giving, I am looking amazing. But then other days, I think just accepting it is what we do more on the regular. And that can almost be harder than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I, it also starts with acceptance to get to the positivity and to get to the, the self-love all the time. 
yeah that whole like makes sense I was like how do I explain this because they're the same but different yeah no I definitely understand what you mean because I know that there was that big movement for a bit where there was a lot of people talking about toxic body positivity I guess you kind of get to the point where you're giving yourself permission to do things to your like to treat your body like crap because you're Mm, positive about it so it's not for everybody a lot of people are positive it but sometimes it can be a permission slip to treat yourself like crap you do yeah there's like there's a level I think it's awesome I get exactly what you mean like just because you love yourself and the way that you look whether you're bigger or smaller or whatever that is it's got nothing to do with the body size or shape but it doesn't mean that it gives you a permission to not I'm gonna say it not be healthy I mean you know health isn't a shape or a look but I think there was there's a there was a point that there's extremes on both ends of the scale, like the fitness inspo extreme, whereas like don't go and eat friggin' any processed foods and blah 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 and don't do this and don't do that. And then the extreme where it's like, oh, I love myself so much that I do what I want, I eat what I want, I uh, almost almost to a point not look after yourself on both ends of the scales. Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's what you're trying to say too, but yeah. I, I'm saying, I feel the same way. That's exactly what I was trying to say because I, I I was at a point where I was like so positive about my body that I neglected it. Yeah. So I yeah. was not taking care of myself properly at the best that I could have and I wasn't educating myself about, you know, exercise and nutrition and actually fueling myself properly. So I kind of got around that. Yeah, I kind of got around that by saying I'm positive about the way that I look. This is how, this is, you know, I I love these parts of myself, which I really didn't. I was telling myself those things in order to, you know, shield myself from actually doing anything about those things. Yeah. It's just such a, look, I'm pretty candid the way I speak. So I hope like it's going to get not taken the wrong way, but I'm like, it's so uh, everything's politically correct, and what I can, what you, it's almost like you can't have an opinion. But I'm also like, there is a health factor too. Yeah, you still got to think about yourself and your health and how your choices affect your mental and physical health. Because mm-hmm. in the day, we want to live a long, happy life, yeah. you know, and be able to do stuff. And I think sometimes, even when you know that body positivity is, oh yeah, I loved myself, blah blah. It's like me going on holiday for four days, and I'm like yeah, I'm going to have a good time and I'm going to have some drinks and I'm going to eat a little bit off cuff. But when I come back, it doesn't mean I'm going to diet and be crazy. But at the same time, I'm going to be like, okay, it's time to detox a bit and have yeah. that balance. It's just a touchy subject. I feel like it's, it's it's become a little bit like you can't say that. It's like, or they'll say, oh, that's diet culture. And I was like, yes, there absolutely is diet culture. But there's also, we still do have to think about there's an underlying health you know which is important to yeah. look after yeah and I, I love that you pointed out the fact that most of us want to live a long healthy life because a lot of the time if we're you know not making the choices that are appropriate for ourselves yeah it affects that and, and it doesn't even mean that it doesn't your body shape doesn't dictate that you can be the most athletic muscular person and be drinking every single night and and that's not healthy for you because you're upset or not feeling positive about yourself, but that's not healthy either. It's not to do with body shape or size. So yeah, yeah. that's a big point because yeah, everybody looks different. Everybody looks different and it doesn't matter. It's more, what are you doing for yourself that is making you feel good and confident in your body, regardless of how it looks. And yeah. can you accept that as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Massively. Up. 
But I do want to ask you about that runway show that you recently did because you were absolutely, I'm going to say slay because I'm a millennial, (laughs) but absolutely slaying and you looked stunning and so confident. So yeah, tell me a little bit about that experience and how that all came about. Um, Yeah, we've just... I was invited to do it by the brand. So um, Eleni Swim, like, which is like, you know, do you want to come and do this? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like we've, I do content, I create stuff before and I've done shoots and a lot of modeling and stuff like that. Um, but the runway, I mean, in person, it's a little bit more like, oh, you know, I'm always shaking my booty online, but that's in the, in my own home. Mm-hmm. but um no it was good I definitely was nervous I, I still felt it you know um all the girls and the other models were wonderful beautiful people um and you know this the wiggle my signature wiggle out of nerves just came out and I was like oh my god there it is I'll own it I think even though I was nervous and even though I didn't feel like the most confident I think I just like a part of me is just like stuff it let's just do it and once you're out there you don't have a choice mate you're doing it you're so I think that's a bit of like um do it even if you're scared Mm -hmm. you know even if there's fear there like get out of that comfort zone so really enjoyed it um there was a lot of beautiful feedback there was a lot of um you know obviously there's those trolls the trolling Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of comments that really and I really do want to touch on this it's this I suppose does trigger me a bit is the brave comments you're so brave. You're so brave. And that was huge. And I know that none of them came from a bad place. None of them. So I'm not like going to be like, mm, fuck you. I know they came from a good place. But the brave, I, I feel like it needs to be addressed because I'm brave because I'm a size 14 model on the runway. But the same girls who I absolutely love, size 6 model, she's not brave. She's just doing her job. Mm, interesting I, I think we need a question why my body and me why am I brave I'm not brave that wasn't brave I was nervous and blah 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 but you know so were the like maybe some of the other girls were nervous too you know mm-hmm. but why was my body on the runway braver than others I was just existing as who I am why do you think that people would say that that is a brave thing to do because it's a body that they're not used to seeing on the runway. I have stretch marks. I have, you know, that little pocket of fat that sits like between. So like where I've had the kids, so my stomach hangs down a little bit. So I got that. Yeah, nice you got a little nice little apron. I've got one too. Yeah, my little apron. I was like, <laughs> what do you call those little pieces of meat that hang out? It's <laughs> just laughing on the side here. You know, I've got cellulite. I am not as toned as I used to be. I've got bloody varicose veins. Um, just me. Like, what are you going to do? And I think it is because they're not one used to seeing representation. Not just, and I mean, and I'm not, I'm actually the average Australian female. Size mm-hmm. of an average Australian female. I think also, I think, yeah, they're just not used to seeing it. And they're not used to seeing size diversity still. Like it is definitely changing in Australia and around the world a little bit, they're seeing more diversity in colour and gender and sizes, but it's still new. Mm-hmm. We've got to think like we're breaking years and years and years and years. Like as far back as I can remember growing up and for my mum as well, I know that Craig's grandparents, like thin was the ideal. We're not a model unless you were thin and tall and white, like not ethnic, not, you know, <laughs> not the little wog girl or the dark girls or the Asian girls or whoever. So it was 
it was it's it's different I can relate to so much of what you just said it like it really <laughs> resonates with me because I have the same thing like I'm size 14 I'm also shorter like technically shorter than most models <laughs> and I have stretch marks I have cellulite I have the varicose veins I have like little apron like all of those things as well but I've had the brave comment so I'm glad that you brought this up as well mm. because it's not it's the same thing like I know that it comes with a good intention and it is more, it's trying to hype you up a little bit, but yeah. it is an interesting question to mm. ask. Like, why is that such a normal thing? And I personally, I've wondered about this so much myself. Like, why is that more brave than others? And yeah, it is exactly that. It's the fact that we haven't seen it that often. And so that makes me more proud to be a model yeah. and, you know, show my body off because I want to yeah. be making more women feel comfortable in their skin and that because majority of the women that you come across have got these things it doesn't matter exactly it's everywhere it's what a body looks like (laughs) bodies have it it doesn't matter what size you are they generally we all have marks and lumps and stretch marks and size doesn't matter about that we all have it because we're human beings and yeah like i've said it you said it brave to me, the comment's not bad, but it's also, I'd love to see that gone. I'd love to see, oh, my God, you did amazing. Love seeing you up there. Love the representation. You're yeah. just doing your job. Like, And I love, though, that more and more brands are wanting to see diversity in size and shape and in colour now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's so important. And I'm actually, yeah, I'm very proud yeah. to be a part of a small part, a tiny part of that change. Yeah, the tiny part, though, it, it's just everybody kind of, pulling together it adds up yeah it adds up and it's really interesting though because I I'd love your your insight on this as well being a more I guess mid-sized woman Mm -hmm. do you find that you're categorized very differently than other people because you're you know not a plus size girl and you're not a what is it a regular size (laughs) (laughs) yeah straight size yeah straight Uh, size yeah that's the one it's it's like I'm mid-size and I'm curvy mm-hmm. and I'm tall. So, I, it, yes, you absolutely do. It's almost what, where do you put, where do we, where do you put us? You know, um, we know our plus-size girls. I'm still considered plus-size when I'm modelling mm-hmm. um, because I'm a size 14 or I'm a, an L, an extra large or whatever it is. So they still categorise me in a plus-size category or curvy model. Um, but... Yeah, definitely find that there's a difference. Like you're one or the other, and sometimes that can actually affect work. Yes, definitely. Like sometimes it can be harder to get work because you're in the middle. Um, I can completely relate. (laughs) I don't know how to put it here, but I definitely see there's a difference in how they, yeah, definitely categorize us. And I almost think, why do they need to be called anything? We're just models. Yeah, you just model. You just put on the clothes, you try them on so people can see what they look like on a similar body shape. And I feel like that should just be it. You need a One model day. for, you need a model for uh, not every, I don't, I don't believe that every brand needs a model for every single size that they have, yeah, but I a good agree. variety. But most women are between like a 12 and a 14. So Poe do that really well. Oh, do they? I haven't had a look at their content recently. You, I'm just using like them as an example. So when you go on their site, they often will have uh, like say a size eight to 10, like sometimes they have all three. So they have like an eight, a six, to eight, a 12, and maybe a size 18 or 20. And you either get to see it or one, at least two of them will be definitely, you'll be able to see it on both two women. 
-hmm. And sometimes I'll have all three. And it's so amazing to shop from places like that for me because I'm like, okay, I'm not 12, but I'm not like an 18. Oh, I get that. That'll look good on me because I can sort of see myself in both of those girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, helps the shopper and it helps to be seen yeah exactly it helps the shop and I love that you said that because um I think a lot of brands can pigeonhole themselves by not showcasing their clothing on different size models yeah because everybody wants to see someone that kind of looks like them they want to just put themselves somewhere in that category and I think even like when I'm like just being you know stupid online or I'll show a piece of clothing someone was like oh what size are you wearing all the time and I'm wearing a size 14 or I'm wearing a 16 in this or whatever it is. And they're like, oh, okay, so I'm a little bit in their head. I'm a little bit smaller than you or I'm a little bit bigger or I'm the same size. Mm-hmm. And it helps them to sort of make a decision on what they want or what they want to do. Yeah, it's it's, it's so much easier. I know. I do it all the time. I'm like, okay, I think she's about the same as me. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing all the time, yeah. all the time. I love shopping. So um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Because like we said earlier, like you have four kids. And you've been through pregnancies of it. You've been through pregnancies and birth and the postpartum recovery time. I would really, really love if you could share some tips and things that you've learned over the years that could help people who are struggling with their postpartum bodies, because that can be one of the most difficult times when it comes to accepting your body. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would love your thoughts on that. Oh mate, it's a roller coaster, isn't it? Like, yeah. Oh, um, especially often the first time, I'd love to say it was just the first time, like you have your first child, it can be very daunting. I know people, I know how I've had girlfriends that are like, I'm, I'm scared to get pregnant because I'm so scared of how it's going to affect my body. That breaks my heart, actually. It really does. Like, because we, we feel like it's so bad to change. We've been told that it's so bad to have like marks or stretch marks or for our body to change or our boobs to hit the ground. That's not everyone, but you know me. Um, postpartum is hard as it is. You've got a newborn baby, you're feeling bloated, you're feeling swollen, you might have a C-section car, you might have like your badge feels like it's going to fall out, whatever that is. That's just nothing to do with your, your actual physical, the way you're feeling about your physical as it is. Plus you've got a baby and you often don't know what to do with it or but like, you know, if you've got multiple kids, you've got other kids to look after, newborn, you know, the household and your body's feeling sore and uncomfortable and the next minute you're looking in the mirror and expecting to feel like yourself again and that can be I think there's often a, a pot like a, a point I don't know if you felt the same like when you've actually had a moment to yourself to have a shower and you get changed and you actually look you really just have it, a moment to look and you actually take it in for the first time mm-hmm like I remember those moments. I remember actually having a shower, being without the baby for that second and actually just looking down and being like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, fuck, now. Like, or you try to put on a pair of pants that you think they're definitely bigger. These are my maternity pants and they're feeling tight and you're like, what the hell? And you, you are craving a sense of self back during postpartum as it is, let alone then you're dealing with your body image and acceptance on top of that. Mm-hmm. And often it's not the nicest. I, I think all four pregnancies, I have a hundred percent had moments where I'm like, oh my God, that is, I'm fucking crying over it. Like I'm in tears going, oh, again, like what the fuck, this is body, like my boobs, my, let's look at my stomach, look at the stretch marks. Like I've definitely had moments every single time, every child, and I've had four kids where I've just like cried my eyes out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry. Like I'm not, you know, going to pretend that I'm not 
you know, that I'm immune to it. But, you know, especially my first, I remember being devastated, mm-hmm. like thinking that Craig would never want to be with me again. This is not the girl he met. I was like, I put on probably like, I don't know, 38 kilos. Don't judge me. Oh, I, I'm not judging. I did the same thing. <laughs> I don't know how I did it okay, but I was young when I had my first one. I had no idea about pregnancy. I thought you could eat for two, okay? Plus, yeah, all of the things. And because I'd come from very disordered backgrounds of eating, very fit, very athletic, hated my body all the way up to having a child, like hated it with passion and was constantly trying to be as thin as humanly possible to see my postpartum body like that was so confronting. So I think firstly, just the the advice that I can give is give yourself grace. It's okay to fucking cry. Have a cry. Have the cry, baby. Just get it out. Um, and then just every time you need a reminder, you're like, I have actually made a human. I made a human being. Like I, I made legs and mm-hmm. arms out of my body. You know what I mean? And then I had to get that thing out, however it came out, hood or the your lower end. You were like women were like, I, I hate saying women. We were like, we were designed to do this, you know? And so it's okay. Like like I said before, it's okay to stretch. We're supposed to stretch to grow, to grow that life. Um, and we will shrink and then the skin has to do what it's going to do. It, it, we're going to look different, but different isn't bad. And I'm so sick if like this is, a, again, a society thing and it's going to take time to get it out of people's heads um, to remind them that we were, it's okay to change as you get older. It's okay to change with life. It's okay to change with age. We're allowed to age. We're allowed to change after pregnancy because we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like we're not supposed to look like we're 18 because we're not 18. We're not going to look the same as what we did before motherhood because we're not pre-motherhood. Our bodies are supposed to change to do that. Mm-hmm. And it is very confronting, but just give yourself grace. Unfollow shit on social media because we consume so much social media more than we actually think. Unfollow people, mute them, whatever's making you feel very uncomfortable. Get rid of the fitspo for those couple of months. Get rid of those, you know, if there's a mum on there that's, that's triggering you, she might be the most beautiful person. Just mute her off. It's for your mental health. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. And then just do those things to make yourself feel better, whether that's going for a walk, buying the bigger clothes for a while, whatever. Because I think when you feel comfortable in your clothes, when they're not tight and feeling like you're uncomfortable, you do feel good. Yeah. It makes you feel better. Whereas I think mums, especially mummers, they're like, oh, I'm going to get back into those pants. Uh, give me a couple of months after I've had the baby. So we hold on to it. And we also don't treat ourselves because we're like, oh, I've got all this clothes. I've got a wardrobe full of clothes. Like, I'll give you an example. I've had my fourth and usually by now it's two and a half years after my fourth daughter. I'll be honest, usually I would have probably been back to us, my normal, what I call my normal size, my a size that I feel the most comfortable at. Mm-hmm. And then generally my body just kind of does it. Heck no. I'm still the biggest I've ever been, still. Mm-hmm. And I've lost like 25 kilos. So you know what I mean? Oh, and so it's so I interesting. Held, I held on to clothes for two and a half years and I had my, I sort of had the last two back to back. So they're four and two and a half or she's just turned four. I held them on, I held on to clothes for four years thinking that I was going to fit into them. And I love clothes and I love buying stuff. So I just bought a few bits and pieces. But I had a wardrobe that every day I'd look in the wardrobe and 
every single thing actually hanging up nothing nothing fit so of course every day it was like a reminder that you're not small enough or you're still chunky and I recently just six months ago I started ditching it all not ditching it but giving it away packing it away and only having things in my wardrobe that actually fit mm-hmm. and if I get smaller well then so be it I'll just go buy something else oh no cry my eyes <laughs> But I think that actually is massive for Mm -hmm. postpartum mums. Have a postpartum wardrobe. Go set yourself if you can. Go to the op shop or go, you know, grab yourself some pieces that fit you now, that Mm -hmm. make you feel beautiful because clothes, I'm I'm really passionate about wearing beautiful things and clothes because it does make you feel good. Sometimes when you're in the worst mood and you put on a cute dress or a cute outfit, it does elevate your mood. Mm-hmm. So they're the small things. Honestly, just small things make big changes. I know that was long-winded, but that I do mean it. <laughs> no, I, I'm so glad that you said that because that is such a huge part of going through that postpartum recovery period. Like oh, every Lord. single, it's so much. Like my husband, he can tell, he can testify to this. It always gets to about three or four weeks after I have a baby. And it's when I feel like my body should have recovered in a sense, <laughs> you know? I love that. Yeah, my hip, my hips should have gone back to where they were before and my clothes that I had towards the end of my pregnancy should fit the same, but they don't. Yeah. And I always have a cry. It's a massive breakdown. Nothing in my wardrobe fits. And I think that that is massive. So I'm really glad that you touched on that because if that's one thing that people can take away from just that part, like yeah. just go through your wardrobe, get rid of the stuff that makes you feel like crap. Yeah. Like just don't do it. Just put it away. Yeah, you don't even have to away. ditch it. Put it in some like storage bins and put it under the bed. Some of my stuff, like my favorite stuff, is still there because I thought, oh, you know, likely I'll be getting rid of it yeah. in another six months. Yeah. But, but it's okay to let go of it too. Like it's oh, totally fine. It's so it's actually liberating. Mm-hmm. It's very liberating. And the thing is, as if we're all going to be honest here, which I think we are, yeah. um, how often do we hold on to clothes that even if they do fit us? We're probably not. If we haven't used it in three to four months, six months, and it's not a seasonal thing, it ain't going to get worn again. Okay? Like, let's be real. I had stuff from four years ago. Please. It's not even fashion anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. I'm, I'm the same. I'm a few months if it's not getting used. Um, I'll either gift it or sell it or something because it could be used by somebody else. And I never yeah, want to have anything in my wardrobe that is not being used and it's not being loved so yeah that's so exactly all right so let's move on to some rapid fire questions because I know you do have to get on a plane soon so I will ask you these questions and you just have to um, answer them in a sentence or less oh god <laughs> okay so the first question is what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning oh not a lot like <laughs> um I have to to be honest but I'm motivated to get out of bed yeah honestly at this point it feels like a a robotic thing rather than a because I want to a question number two what is the worst piece of advice you've ever received Mm, I've had a lot um actually I I can't think of that at the time I can't worst piece of advice I just feel like anyone that says that you can't or puts that seed of doubt in your mind so when you tell them you're really excited about something and they push back on it to me that's not it's not advice it just really irks me and I'm like no you tell me I can't I'll show you 10 ways that I can what is the best piece of advice you've ever received just do it bloody night you bitch (laughs) that was not very original I was like um yeah but honestly um or feel the fear and do it anyway there's so many things I've been scared to do just don't put your life on hold just just do the things 
fully hot. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? So what is the most rewarding thing about your business? My business, making people feel good, making them feel more confident about themselves whether that's online for me or making them feel amazing about the home that they live in and the space that I've created. When you love the space you're in, you feel confident in yourself as well. And you feel confident bringing people into your home. So I love doing that and being online. I know this is not a sentence, but making people feel confident about themselves brings me so much fucking joy, honestly. And last question is what was your dream job when you were younger? I wanted to be a fashion designer. I used to draw dresses and create dresses, but I, um, to be honest with you, I, this was, this is better than the dream. I've wanted to impact people. I've always wanted to help people in some capacity. And that's been, as a child, I've always felt this urge. I I need to help. Like my life's purpose is somehow to help. And I didn't know how to do it, but um, I feel like in some way I'm doing it. It's so, it's so amazing to hear where people are doing things that makes them make them feel fulfilled and is right for them. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And you feel like you're actually making an impact. So that's the best. I love that. I love that answer yeah. so much. It doesn't have to be about money. It can just be about a feeling. It can just be the hobby that makes you feel good. So I feel like I don't want to put expectations that you've got to do a job you love. Like there's plenty of jobs I've done that I've hated mm-hmm. and done for the money. And we'll still do for like, you know, to get to keep our family alive. But even if you've got a hobby or a passion that just gives you a little spark. Yeah. You know, I love that. Okay. Well, before you go, um, did you want to share where people can find you on social media? Yeah. Well, I am online, um, mostly on Insta. So at Rose Oats, Oats like spelt with an E with an underscore at the end, you know, making it all, all very complicated. Um, the same on TikTok. I'm Rose Oats. And I have a website, which is justyouraveragerose.com.au. Oh, love that. Okay. Amazing. Oh, well, I will let you go so you can go on a plane and enjoy your time in Bali. I'm sure it's going to be incredible. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, Rox. I am so excited. <laughs> it was so, like, I'm, I'm at the airport and I'm talking to you and I'm like, yeah, like a child. Yeah. I haven't felt like this in ages, but um, I think it's because I didn't give myself anxiety and clean the house like a fucking crazy bitch like yesterday. I did. But usually I work myself up so heavily the day or the week before that mm-hmm. I can't relax when I get there at first. Yeah. I have to give it to Craig for that. He was like, you need to leave the house right now. You need to go get your nails done or whatever. Just go now. Yeah. I was like, okay. Thank you. Oh, I'm the same when I go on holidays. I'm like, no, I need to clean so that it's beautiful when I get home. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know what? You've got such a beautiful energy. I feel like so, like, I'm so happy that you um, wanted to have a chat. Um, It was so nice to actually feel like that in person with you. Sorry, but you've got such a nice oh I like it. oh I like thank that. you so much I appreciate that more I feel, than you, you can know imagine I mean? you feel someone I'm like you've got yeah. such an authentic like warmth about you so oh, I really thank you love you make me cry yes cry <laughs> <laughs> no I I told you before I freaking love your personality I love your vibrancy and just just your whole yeah like your whole energy is just so fun loving and I'm just like obsessed with your social media I'm like I love watching you so <laughs> And and the best the best part of this is you're exactly the same on this episode. Oh, okay, good. You're so oh, yeah. you're so you, and I love that. It's oh, so it's such a difficult thing for a lot of people to do is just be themselves, especially when you put in front of a camera or something like that. Yeah. So I just thought, look, I it's it's exhausting putting a facade up. Mm-hmm. And one day, like I, I think sometimes when I do meet, I've met people in real life, and I was like, oh my god, they seem so lovely online. I actually am a people person. I can be a bit introverted. Like I need my space. Yeah. 
Um, but I love people, you know, for real, which is sick. My friends are like, I've got, you know, like you've got a friend that's like not, she's like, fuck people. People are weird. Yeah. Like I hate people. And I'm like, I love people. But she's like, you're the biggest weirdo. Why? Like, <laughs> Like, but I do, and you know how you meet someone and you're like, oh, that's not the energy that I thought that was going to get. Or I just think facades are so, they're exhausting. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm a bit like a hippie like that, but I'm like, it's not good for your soul. Yeah. And I know that I used to do it too. Like when I was younger, like I wanted to appear a certain way. I wanted to, you know, I thought I, I wanted to appear knowledgeable. I wanted to look like a personal trainer. I wanted to look smart like seem smart or be more poised and elegant and not so woggy with the you know what I mean like tone down the hands rose no one wants to say that don't be so loud don't talk over people don't laugh too loud don't throw your head back and (laughs) don't show the goofiness and it was fucking exhausting rocks Mm -hmm. like yeah I feel you like I I got to a point where I was like I'm just not gonna waste my energy on this I can be bothered like I can put my energy into something that's actually useful instead of wasting it trying to pretend to be something that I'm not Oh, yeah, you have just a beautiful – I mean, are you, have you lived, like, a couple of lives already? Like, Look, I don't know. <laughs> it feels like, like it. Yeah, you know, when you have so many kids, it feels like you have. Oh, God, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you just give me, like, a real calm – yeah. Oh, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so no, you much. Do. Honestly, oh. take it because it's just – it's so refreshing, mm-hmm. like, jumping on today and, like, having you on the other end. It was not only relaxing for me, and I mean that, which is weird because I'm, like, driving to the airport, so it's actually been a really a blessing disguise, but also just having your energy and that warmth was really – like, it, yeah, I could feel it. Oh, thank you so much. Stop complimenting me now. I know. you. Can, oh, you I'm going to get up. thank you so 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 much I appreciate you so much and for taking the time to chat with me today I'm so grateful oh yeah go have the best time I am going to say this but I really hope it doesn't happen I hope you don't get barley belly not yet please that's yeah yeah pray for you yeah I've got friends over there at the moment and they got it on the last day and I was like, no, I hope I that you don't get it. Just, I, there's, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. I cannot get it on a plane. I don't want to be a biohazard. My yeah. stomach can't. Why do I wear a play suit? <gasps> Why do I wear a play suit on a plane? What a ticket. I don't, I've never been on a plane. I don't know what the etiquette is. You've never been on a plane? No, I haven't been on a plane before. <laughs> that's my, that's my, that was my goal for this year. Uh, yeah, but, I don't know. I've still got a few months left, so I might just do like a short little zip somewhere. Zippy. I just want a purpose for it. I want to make it special. <laughs> I no, think I I'm ruining it for myself. Even if it's not, even if it's not this year, if make sure you just go because, and then you're the memory of the whole lot. Yeah, you don't want to just go to get on a plane because the plane's not the thing; it's the destination. That's it. That's, it. That's exactly why I haven't done it yet because I want it to be like an experience. Like a destination, like a yeah. like a whole, like a planned thing. I yeah. think um, Bali's so close for us; it's closer than us driving up north. Oh, true, so is three, it? Yeah, it's a three-hour flight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so easy. And even that's my point. I was like, so if we go up to Kalbarri, like up north, it's like six, seven hours. So it's beautiful, but it's like if I have to come down quickly for the kids, it's more trouble than getting home from here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Go to Bali. You made a good yeah. choice. So- all right. Okay. I hope I'll let you go. Time. Have the best time. I hope you enjoy it. I'll watch you on socials. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye, Craig. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for listening to the Rise of Her podcast. I am a one-woman show, so if you have a moment to leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you again, and bye for now.